0: we got you there
1: I'm
0: very pleased to have you both with us today I, I it sounds like you're also australian bobby yes peter d harper and bobby llewellyn you are harper and the midwest kind you'll be at the music room august 19th nikki and the barn boys will be playing at 8 p.m along with paul nelson there'll be a guitar raffle to benefit the rainforest and you guys are playing at nine o'clock and we heard you at the top of the show with I Still Want You off Rise Up, your most recent album. And you guys are going to be, you've been traveling a lot, and in November you have some great plans. So you want to talk about it?
2: Well, you mean the uh, didgeridoo healing thing? Yeah! It's kind of a progression from what we've been doing. You know, we've been doing this uh, music for 7,000 years now, and it's, <laughs> it's time <laughs> To do something a little different, and it's not because I don't like what I'm doing, it's because I've had a lot of love from doing this healing thing with the didgeridoo, which is a beautiful experience for anybody. Now, I never profess to be a curer, but the times that I've played didgeridoo on people, they felt much better, and I think it the sound it, uh, gets into their body massages from internally that's how the only way I can kind of explain it and if you use the right notes for the right area of the body uh it it helps and and for me it's been just a pleasant experience to have that contact with people and be able to give that to them and um it, it's sort of like taken off from there and also uh, I started doing a, the, the pandemic made me write songs for television well I'm sorry to say. and it makes money so that's also something that i've had to catch up on so basically we just want a bit of a change and we still be traveling you know we'll take our little didgeridoo thing anywhere and then um you know it just means i can have more time in my studio to do some more writing of different music than what i do and you know because somebody might say to me oh peter i want to spaghetti western and I get to do it and it's fun you know like I, I love doing stuff like that so it's just a nice change.
1: And actually it's a progression of what we've been doing pretty much our whole lives because years ago we'd have people come to shows and they'd ask for like didgeridoo presentations and we we spent a lot of years um with the special needs kids down in Florida at yeah, the Buckingham Exceptional Student Center and so that's where we started playing the didgeridoo on people especially on the special needs kids and these these kids some of them had really severe disabilities wheelchairs um they they could be blind they could be deaf just lots of different um disabilities which um which the didgeridoo I think helped and they they just they just loved it. They were smiling and they would dance, and I mean, it was just such a positive experience. And I remember one of the one of the principals said to me, she says, "I've never seen them react like this. This is so cool." And we did quite a few uh, special needs uh, uh, venues, and you know, we've gone to veterans' uh, homes. Um, we've even did uh, post traumatic stress veterans here in Detroit. And uh, so it's it's kind of a continuation of what we're doing. the uh, The only thing that's probably different is that uh, Peter is developing the sound bath, and uh, so that that would be like more of a meditation thing that you'd do at a yoga studio. And it's it's incorporating the didgeridoo and um, singing bowls and drums and vocalizations, and really just for people to um, to meditate and to cleanse away the negativity and I often ask him I said because I because I actually hold the didgeridoo while he does it because the 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 instruments are really really heavy so we kind of work in tandem as we go through the different um energy centers of the body and we have a different note for each energy center and it's also a different color as well and when something isn't right um, the frequency is is altered. Um, you describe it as like dark or gray is it?
2: That- actually it starts to get muffly when you're playing over someone yeah you hit a certain area and it starts to get muffly and that's where a bad energy is so you concentrate on that area until it goes away. I wasn't sure what it was <laughs> at first you know because I'd never done this before I'd, I'd thought about it in, and I've done it in other ways but not. The didgeridoo, which is harder, it's real hard because that you've got to concentrate on the breathing and oh, uh, and and you're trying to work out what's going on when it sounds a little different. And then it took me a while to realise ah, oh, because what I did do one time is this guy was there, I was playing didgeridoo on him, and I felt this bad area on his knee, and I said Oh, so it must be something wrong with your knee. And He said yeah, that's where the problem is. I went oh, I've found it. You no, know, so. It's like a learning of yourself while you're doing it, you know, and then now I know what to look for when I'm playing it. But a lot of people don't want to talk about what their problem is. So I've learned not to say anything. It's
1: like... but, but you but, can feel it. You can right. feel it without the person actually saying saying something to you. I mean, obviously it helps with if, if someone directs you to their problem areas and then it's, it happens a little bit quicker, but you can actually feel feel it you can feel it and you when I see the didgeridoo go over someone's back I, I see kind of like waves in their skin I don't know if it's actually actually real or not but but I see this I mean I, that's what I actually see it's almost like the the body is like reacting and it's curving with the the vibrational sound
2: yeah we've been practicing in farmers markets too you know like We've had some people there, and you get these people that come along and they kind of hardly walk. And you Bobby will go out to them and say, Hey, do this, you know, and blah. And they refuse. It's like, it's not gonna hurt you, you know. It's just, you know, and they, they just say, Oh no, that's not for me. I'm already done for, you know, like it's like, no, you're not. Things can change, you know.
1: Oh, we, we worked on a, a 90-year-old man the other day, and uh he he was, I mean, he's Pretty sprightly for a 90-year-old, but but he was almost skipping away. I couldn't believe it. He he swears by it. So, you know, you can really just go by the reactions from people. I mean, we, we've obviously studied studied this. I've I've done a sound and color um healing course and I work with a um a spiritual society called the Builders of the Aditum. So it's um it's tarot, it's Kabbalah, it's, it's astrology
2: music too
1: oh it but it is music Uh, it's all the frequencies it's really really amazing and I remember one time we we got together with with some of the members and they um they did all these vocalizations and they were the most um unusual harmonies I've ever heard in my life I've never heard anything like it it was so beautiful and and they weren't all singers. I mean, obviously Peter and I are singers, but the other people in the group, they weren't singers. So we were just assigned a note and and we we stuck with the note. And I just remember what our bodies felt afterwards. And it was just absolutely just buzzing. It was incredible. So I think the the didgeridoo has, has the ability to 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 really lift you up and and um, take away some of that negativity that that um, we um, we allow in or, or we kind of create ourselves.
2: Plus so- the mystery of it creates interest, you know. So even if you didn't believe, you just think, wow, this is pretty cool. I might give it a go because it looks friggin' weird. <laughs> and that's, and then they'll get turned on to it. And these are people that would never do it in a million years. There was a guy that ran a, a festival once and he had a bad leg. I said, hey, let me play some didgeridoo and it'll be good. And he goes, nah, that's bunkum, you know. Anyway, he eventually relented and I played on it. And I he said, well, I don't feel any different. I said, you have to give it about an hour, you know, because it takes time for it to get it. So he leaves and then he calls us up later and goes, the pain is gone. I like, But, I, you know, the, the danger is don't claim anything. Just let the person feel the experience. Yeah. I think I'm not going to stand up and go, I can cure, you know, yeah. like it's not like that.
1: And what I say to people is that what we're doing is that we're actually just putting love into you. And I tell them to imagine like a white light going into their body. And I said, all it is is just love going into your body. And honestly, who could not benefit from love going into your body? And obviously, it's 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 actually not the didgeridoo, and it's not uh, Peter or I. It's the Creator that is doing the healing. Um, we're just the um,
2: We're
1: just the conduit for that to happen. The agency for that to happen.
0: speaking with bobby and peter of harper and the midwest kind that was talk to me off rise up
1: show at um at the music room on saturday august the 19th and we actually start at 9 p.m there's a there's another band on before Mm us um nikki and the barn boys they're they're doing a show and we're actually giving a a signed guitar away that night and it's um it's part of the um tasmanian pure vodka promotion they make vodka in Tasmania. tasmania which is part of australia and um the, the raffle tickets goes towards uh, rainforest preservation. So it should be pretty cool.
0: Wow, that is a very cool uh combination of things. <laughs> <laughs> Vodka so, and rainforests. <laughs> and like the and Tasmania. Tasmania
2: are even worse. <laughs>
0: but it's wonderful that you're bringing this music uh to blues to the music room and then also to these healing sessions sometimes when people are resistant like the person who was like no 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 it's 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 almost like there's a fear like uh i like to see it like you know, their inner their worser angels are going like, no, don't heal, you know, don't be happy. Don't yeah. don't
1: release this. Carry this pain. You deserve this pain. Like, yeah. Um, and and the and the fear yeah. and the negativity that that actually helps the um the ailment um grow. Right. Come worse. So yeah. um it, it, it's that I've always read anywhere if you read about healing the people that have the positive um, outlook on life that believe they're going to heal, they're like, it's a huge percentage more likely to actually be cured or at least like extend their life longer than what what they're supposed to because they they they're willing it the, the the mind is so powerful i mean it can be for good and it can be for bad and a lot of the times we're just putting those bad I- images into our bodies i mean we're looking at all these terrible things on on the internet and um tv and you know i'm not to say someone's going to go out and become a, a a a killer or something like that because of that but but it that negative energy goes into your body. So it, it does have an effect on who you are as a person.
2: You know? I, but I understand all this because when I was young, I was a real rocker, you know, like just wanted to get drunk and hang out and pick up chicks. You know, that was the days. So I understand that there are people around there because I was the same. I was like, oh, I don't care about that stuff, that hippie vibe, you know, and that was my early days. And you learn later in life that, you wasted a lot of time being stupid and not embracing what's already around you. So, you know, I remember I was, I was doing some painting of a building. I was working for this chap and it was actually a a Hatha yoga center that I was doing. And there were monks there. I was painting this place. I went, Oh, look at all this hippie stuff, you know, the rolled up mats and all that sort of stuff. So I was trying to deliberately be against it, but it's funny how things change. Once I, Sp- spent time with the Aboriginal people And they, I learned the didgeridoo Everything just changed after that It was like There's another world out there That I wasted time avoiding <laughs> <So>.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just wanted to add to Paul Nelson, Grammy winning guitarist, is also going to be a guest at the show. So you get half from Midwest Kind, you get the guitar giveaway with the um, Tasmanian pure vodka um, promotion and uh, the raffle tickets go towards benefiting um, preservation of the rainforests. And you get the wonderful band and music, and uh, also Nikki and the Balm Boys are doing an earlier show at seven o'clock. So it's just going to be this huge night.
2: <laughs> Hippieville, yay! <laughs>
1: yes yes and they're a great band i've had them on my
0: show and they're a fantastic local band and they have great energy and uh she's a great singer yes Uh, Nikki's a fantastic singer like uh, a la amy winehouse so and she's coming and they're great and they're fantastic musicians and they're such young people and they're so fantastic Mm. (laughs) so uh, everyone's
3: young
2: to me now
0: (laughs) you know, Bobby, you represent, you know, some blues musicians, blues bands, and also, you know, you tour with this band and you, I think you've had some other bands yourself. So between the two of you, like, do you have any uh, story that you'd like to share? It could be metaphysical. It could be ghost related or uh, some
2: kind well, of a- ghost. Be- oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh my God. At our house. Um, I'll, I'll tell you this story. It, it's Lots of things have happened because we're up on this hill in, in Michigan in um, in a place called Grass Lake, and Peter believes that there was a lot of fighting here, like um, the, the French, French and the Native Americans because he's seen it. And um, one time we're actually sitting on the deck, and this isn't tour related, but, but we're sitting on our deck, our front, there's this incredible lightning storm going on incredible it's huge it's just incredible so we just sat out the front we were just enjoying the show we see this huge transparent beast come in and land on our front lawn and I turned around to Peter and I said did you see that and he said yes and and hey we weren't high or anything like that we were completely sober but getting back to the very first night we spent in the house so we bought this house in Michigan and we brought some of our stuff over from Australia and you get these containers where you share with other fa- families anyway there was a big mix up it's one of the persons that were people that were, were sharing the container didn't have their um, work permits so basically all our stuff got stuck in quarantine for what was it like two months or something? And our
2: table was a cardboard box.
1: So so we got we bought the house and we had no furniture, and we just had this like skanky table that we found on tour, like outside this hotel in Colorado. So that was our table. We had the laptop, and I think we had a bed. We had a, we did buy a mattress. So we're watching because we've got no internet or anything. So we're watching this this DVD on the computer or something. House
2: on Haunted Hills. So,
1: some, it was something, I don't even know if it that was. That was it. Yeah, it was it. that one. Well, anyway, all the all the inmates break out of the asylum and everyone's getting killed and everything. So that's how how we it ended before we go to sleep. First night, 3am in the morning, all the smoke alarms went off in the house. Every single no reason. One, There was no smoke. There was no, no battery issues or anything like that. And then so that completely freaked us out. And then we had this stereo that we'd bought from a secondhand store, and it would turn itself on every morning at 3 a.m. Every morning for blasting music. So we had to like put the um the headphone plug in so it, so if it did turn itself on then at least we wouldn't hear it so that's just some of the things and then one time in the middle of winter because we live out we, li- we live out in the country there's just there's no one around here so like it was it was like midnight or it might have been 1am in the morning the front doorbell goes right our, our driveway is um how many half feet? A mile long. half a mile long right the doorbell goes and we turn on the lights, and, and Peter are like looking at each other, thinking, "What, you know, what is going on here?" And we open the door. It's all snow outside. There's no footprints. Just the doorbell. There's no.
2: <laughs> there's nothing happening in this house anymore. It's all yeah, good we've, now. We've,
1: we've, we've saged it, and we've yeah, did you get the heck out of it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 We did the salt the salt salt circle around it. Did all that.
2: But touring's been fun. I mean, there's millions of stories. I mean, Bobby did start writing a book about it, about all the weird things that have happened on the road, you know. And, And some of the weird things that happen on the road are because we have band members that have no idea what to do about touring. They've never done it before. So, you know, there was that. It's got better over the years. But, you know, there's a lot of strange things that happen on the road. One time in Texas we were accosted by two people wanting money and they blocked us in so we couldn't get out you know and we think they have guns here (laughs) that that
1: was scary I mean in the end we just gave them a small amount of money because we just couldn't get rid of them and it was so funny because the woman goes oh I'll send you a money order and I'm thinking yeah right you're (laughs) gonna do that but we couldn't get out so I I just couldn't see any way of 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 uh, like getting out of the situation because they had blocked us in. It was really, they were waiting for us. They knew we'd been paid and they were waiting for us.
2: But mostly Pandora, the thing is that most times it's lovely. Yeah. I mean, the pleasurable things that do happen. Yeah. I mean, I played in Canada and I they said, is there anything we can do for you? I said, I'd love to sail a yacht because I love sailing. They actually got me a yacht to sail that day. So I went out, <laughs> sailing was Somebody else's boat. Yeah, (laughs) that was
1: amazing. We've had a few situations like that. It's been really cool.
2: there has been a lot of love, you know, more, more love than weird stuff, you know, and I think it's because we tour, we always make sure everyone's looked after. The main thing you've got to do with anybody is make sure your band is comfortable. Don't treat them like rubbish, you know. They're working just as hard as we are. So we always make sure... Our van is new. It's a beautiful tra- Ford Transit, black, rock and roll. You know, and and you know they're happy, and that that's what you do. You just got to keep your band happy, and then nothing happens. So most of the time, it's kind of dull, and you know, a <laughs> lot of a lot of driving.
1: But we we have experienced ghosts on the road, so yeah. that has happened. There's
2: too many. You haven't got enough hours but, for it all. But I'll
1: give you an example. Um, just recently, actually. I was in this hotel room and where the bed was, I could hear this old door creaking open and shut and it just kept opening and shut. And I'm thinking, how could a door make that sound when we're in a modern building. And also it was just where my head was, where the bed was. So I think that must have been a a doorway at some point. The stupid thing just kept creaking open and closing all night. So there was no way it was an actual hotel door because they were further away. And plus they were modern. They didn't make those sounds, you know. So that was pretty weird. And then there was a venue that we played at many, many years, um, Bradfordville Blues Club and it was uh, it was originally on an old uh, a slave uh, plantation and uh, all those folks became free and they owned the land so they had this they had this uh, um this venue and they had a band house just just across the field very very close and the man who used to live in the house was called Moses and um you know he passed and and we saw him so
2: sitting on the porch yep that's just a few. You know, there's lots more, but you know. Not enough hours in a day.
0: Well, it's fun when you have a good connection uh with a partner because you I think it, it helps you. It will first of all it validates you because you can both see the same thing at the same time. So it's like, yeah, that's
1: that's there. <laughs> and, and, and you're not frightened. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just um it's just residual energy you know I mean because it can be just energy it could be like a a repeating incident um it could be like a person like Moses I mean he was just stuck between realms and I said to Peter if he saw him saw him again I tell him to go into the light because they just get stuck
3: Love would last
0: Heavy Horses from Harper and the Midwest Kind off Rise Up. Thank you so much for being with us, Harper and the Midwest Kind. You'll be playing at the Music Room August 19th at 7 p.m. It's Nikki and the Barn Boys, Paul Nelson at 8 p.m. and Harper and the Midwest Kind at 9 p.m. So that's August 19th at the Music Room. Thank you so much for being with us today. You've been listening to Healing Wisdom at Outermost Radio. All of our shows are podcasts at WOMR.org. Also check out Healing Wisdom Radio Show.com and contact me at Pandora at WOMR.org. theme music is provided by mazen you can find her website at masonmusic.com.
1: that's m-a-e-s-y-n